Yay! The kids are finally asleep. So, do you feel like? I've got a feeling a boss fight's coming up. Ooh! I just got wrecked. Headshot, baby. Ooh! It's your turn to get the baby. So, are you up to the challenge? Run, 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 run! And we're dead. That's when I realized I have no idea what I'm doing. GG. Welcome back to another episode of the Gamer Parents Podcast. My name is Kevin, and I'm joined by my amazing wife, Joanne. Hello, hello, everyone. Ho, ho, ho. Episode number 70? Yes. I believe. That sounds about right. Seven yeah. zero. If you're new here, Joanne and I are a married couple. We have two kids, and we love gaming. A little bit too much, I would say. <laughs> we are parents who game, gamers who parent, and we're here to talk about that parenting life and the gaming life and everything in between. Mm-hmm. With that said, we are not too far away from Christmas. Ooh, Just ooh. about a little less than a week left when this comes out. Yes. But uh, with that in mind, we've had some... Some life stuff happening this last week or so. Let's bring everyone up to speed. Mm -hmm. And uh, so I'll ask you, you know, anything from this week you want to share? Yes, another busy, busy, busy week. Started off with a Christmas tea party for two little girls. Actually, three little girls. But Is that including you? No. Okay, so four little girls. No. <laughs> um, our daughter has like two other little baby girlfriends. So I've invited them and their mom over for a little Christmas tea party and they absolutely enjoyed it. I could say with, you know, some dolls and play dates after. I don't know who and had more fun. Lots of food, fun. right? I yes, think their, lots the, of food. their mom likes to bake or it seems like it because she always mm -hmm. brings over stuff. She brought cookies and some fresh poppy seed bread. And I got some fruit platter, a rainbow fruit platter that I prepared, which is essentially all seven colors of the rainbow using fruits. Yes, very pretty looking. Yes, yeah, very Pinteresty. <laughs> <laughs> and then also some cupcakes. Was it cupcakes? No, it was muffins. Uh, yeah. So all the girls had so much fun with that. A lot of bonding time and, you know, Christmas song and whatnot. But that was like the start of the week, like Monday, bam, start busy, busy, busy. And then, of course, there's our streaming, but we'll get to that later because this is life stuff. Okay, right. <laughs> what else happened? Let's see. And then Dylan's school had something fun going on, which was his winter party at school, which he had to perform with his classmates, three Christmas songs. Uh, what was it? Starts with Jingle Bell, Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer, and, and Feliz, Feliz Navidad. Navidad. Very Three great inclusive. Christmas songs. Yeah. Very nice. And they were so cute. We had fun, right? They had like like homemade vests made out of like paper grocery bags. Trader Joe's. <laughs> yeah. Aldi's, I think it was. Aldi's, and like yeah. they painted them red and decorated them and then they wore them like as vests. Mm -hmm. um, it was It was cute. It was funny. Yeah, and then they had like little instruments and bells and everything to mm -hmm. kind of liven things up. And like this, the whole week ahead of that like Friday Christmas party, like every night Dylan was like, I don't want to sing like on Friday. Like I don't want to, don't know the words. Like what yeah. if I forget everything? And I'm like, dude, you've been practicing. You know the words. Yeah. 
you'll be fine. Just yeah. sing the parts you know. No one's going to give you a hard time if you can't or anything like that. So, I yeah. mean, they're all like four or five, right? Mm-hmm. So, that was so cute. Not a whole lot is expected, but, you know, he still, still stresses out like yeah, bad it, over stuff. It's funny how he stresses out before and he like totally doesn't show it during. Yeah, like the day... Like, during the whole thing, he had the biggest smile ever on his face, mm-hmm. like, singing the songs and stuff. And I was like, I can't believe he was worried about this the day before. Yeah, that was so funny. And it's really fun since it's our first time to see him perform, right, I think? Like, like like that. Like that, yeah. Like, on stage. It's not really on stage, but, yeah, in front of a, yeah, an audience. Yeah, not, like, performing for Instagram or Twitter. Mm-hmm. <laughs> And then the day after that, I had to prepare our daughter, Faith, a three-year-old, for her winter dance recital. Which, which was today, actually, uh-huh. this morning. Yeah, as the day of this recording, yep. And put her in a dress. She made so much fuss because of all the sequins and, you know, how those, like, ballerina outfits are usually not the comfortable. And our kids are very high on comfort, you know, like, they must wear something comfortable. Like, even if there's tags, there must be, like, comfort. Yeah, like, they don't want to tag against their skin because it's not comfortable. And, like, our son, like, doesn't even want to wear jeans Uh because they're uncomfortable, even though they are stylish and they look better versus other things. Like, he would rather just, like, be in his pajamas all day. Yeah. And sometimes I let them be because, you know, it's too much hassle to fight them on it. But obviously you can't go to a dance recital. In pajamas. In just <laughs> anything. Yeah. Yeah. So he was the only one wearing a skin colored leotard on the inside so mm-hmm. that like she wouldn't feel the other dress. Yeah, it probably makes it a little bit more comfy. Yeah. That's why she was okay today. But yeah, she did great. I was the one stressing out. I kept waking up like every couple hours last night, like just stressing out, thinking, okay, what if she cries on stage? What if she, you know, freaks out in at the backstage or something? Because we parents are not allowed in the backstage. And that, yeah, yeah, that was kind of weird for me. I know. Because that's like probably the first time besides like, you know, like the kids group at church, that kind of thing. Like, yeah. Very rarely outside of that, like, have we ever, like, let her be without us, basically. Uh Uh-huh. Plus, she hasn't started daycare, so you can see the anxiety it has on me, you know, like that separation anxiety thing going on. Mm -hmm. Um, But anyways, I was so surprised that she had zero stage fright. Like, she totally slayed on stage. (laughs) Before she even got up on stage, each group before her group... Mm -hmm. There was at least one kid that would like start crying. Yeah, like, like during, bawling. during the performance because uh-huh. they just like couldn't keep it together anymore. Uh-huh. And like, you know, they're on a stage like all spread out with just a few other kids and like probably like a hundred people in the audience, maybe. Yeah, definitely. At least. At least. And you know, uh-huh. the lights are all shining on them and mm-hmm. like Spotlights. everyone's wa- like I don't know. I, I would be nervous up I there. Know. I'd I'd probably break down too. <laughs> Um, so these were like, and some of the kids were younger than her even. So probably like two, three mm-hmm. ages. And it was so cute though. I was just like each, after each group, I was like, oh, I hope Faith's not the one in our group that I know that starts crying. Hopefully she does. Okay. And I'm like thinking, okay, if she starts crying, do we run up there to save yeah, her? I didn't know. You like, know, like all that, like ran through my mind the whole night before. Plus get this. Every time I take her to her ballet class, she would like cling on to me so tightly that 
I have to hide from her, like behind the door or something, anywhere out of her sight. But I can still see her, you know, just to not distract her so she could pay attention to the teacher at least. But it's so weird how, like, you know, like she would totally be like antisocial during class. So I expected her to like freak out on stage, right? Because the audience is big and there's more people. But surprisingly, she did super amazing. Like, you know, she tried her best to dance on stage, follow her teacher on the side. And she kind of like smiled. A lot. And she, she even she, wave at us. Yeah, I mean that 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 moment when she like first saw us and like waved to us, like what was so perfect. Like yes. she was she just looks so cute up there. She does. And she's like smiling brightly and I'm like, gosh, she's just so confident up there and smiling and waving as if you know it was like a modeling thing or something, a runway. Yeah, she she surprised us in a very good way, I think, today. Yeah. And you know, being both our kids first time this week to be um what do you call it like performing in front of people it really made me teary-eyed and you know it just reminds me that uh we won't have them with us forever at one point it feels like it's close to college already <laughs> yeah right like they're growing so fast <laughs> especially for dylan the little genius mm -hmm. and faith our little princess yeah <laughs> But yeah, so that was what's happened this week for me. Thank goodness, among all this busy, busy schedule, I got opportunity to sneak out for a mom's night out on Thursday mm -hmm. to meet with like a group of mom friends. It's like 30 of us, I think. Yeah, it's a big group. It's a big group. We have this like big charcuterie charcuterie i don't know how you pronounce that word but no the, idea don't yeah don't yeah me. but you know the charcuterie board thing with cheese and salami and whatnot cheese and meat yeah we have like a whole island like that big <laughs> for charcuterie board party and yeah it was so good and someone brought red wine and Ooh. It, i know it was it paired so it's well your weakness i know my weakness <laughs> <laughs> i had a designated driver to to bring me back thank you friend <laughs> um but yeah um that was a nice break it was a very long party it was supposed to end at nine but with wine you know things tend to go a bit longer and i got back around closer to 11. yeah it was i remember like even texting you like beforehand and i was like just checking in everything okay I know. kids are asleep and they've been asleep i just want to make sure you know yeah it's it was like not 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 that normal for you to out late like that so i know yeah. you girls are enjoying yourselves having a good time i know mom's going out of hand there <laughs> but it was fun and it's like you know gift exchange for christmas and whatnot but it is yeah. our last meeting for the year thank goodness so mm -hmm. you'll still see more of me here kevin right. <laughs> but i think that's it for me ooh, ooh, ooh. one more last thing i so it's a funny story i went to the postal office to do some amazon returns and then like the pet store was just next door mm -hmm. and i knew our son really wanted a pet fish yes for christmas for christmas and we told him that you know well the thing he wanted from santa was a pet fish mm -hmm. so we told him we would let santa know and he would bring him a pet fish mm -hmm. and then you come back from being out of the house running some errands on what like december 12th <laughs> 13th yeah with a fish and uh i'm like it's a little bit before christmas so we <laughs> i know and i was like oh we could hide it from him and this is harder than i thought like where would we put this fish this little 
one gallon tank fish <laughs> yeah so well first i was thinking like well do we like just take care of it in secret and hide it somewhere like until christmas and just like keep feeding it twice a day and <laughs> like change its water and like you know only only uh bring it out when the kids are asleep or something so they don't find it but i it know it seemed a lot easier to just give it to them as an early christmas uh, surprise so it a was. christmas fish a christmas fish and he's like but it's not even christmas yet why did santa bring it early and i was like well santa thought it was a lot of work to bring fish santa tries to work ahead some <laughs> and get some of his uh gifting out of the way before yes. christmas so he has less to do later i said it would be hard for santa to bring the fish on the sleigh you know there that's what Think, i told thinking him ahead, yeah. <laughs> and he was like okay but can he get me another fish for christmas he asked me and i'm like i don't think so <laughs> <laughs> you got your one fish already pal yeah i clearly did not put much thought into it when i got it i was so happy to see it when i went into a pet store this is the danger of walking into a pet store guys like i feel like i want to buy all the animals there like i nearly yeah, got you can't go by yourself anymore that should be a rule i know i nearly got it's us... like i shouldn't go to the grocery store by myself exactly i nearly got us a puppy like i was like oh i love this puppy can i get it can i keep it and thankfully because dylan asked for a fish that's why i got the fish but if he had asked for something else who knows I'm glad he asked for a fish instead <laughs> of anything else. Yes. But yeah, that is my week in life. Very busy. But what about you? What have you been up to? Yeah. Well, besides everything else we've been talking about, I know since we're on Christmas gifts and the Christmas fish, um, another thing we got, well, technically we didn't get, it was uh, my parents, kids' grandparents mm -hmm. got for them, which is actually at their house, not mm -hmm. at our house. But it's really cool and it's worth sharing anyways. But they got one of those like basketball game type things. Kind of like what you would see like at like an arcade or like, mm -hmm. a, you know, Dave and Buster's type of place. Yeah. Um, obviously not quite as like fancy as like what you'd see out at like a business establishment because it's obviously made for people to have in their houses. Mm -hmm. And it's foldable. Yeah. Too. And it like folds up into like not taking up nearly as much space as it is when it's completely folded out. And it's like two basketball hoops and you get like four basketballs and like you can shoot and it keeps track of like how many points you get. Mm -hmm. And obviously the balls automatically like roll back down to you. And that's a lot of fun. It um, was. They have like eight different like game modes uh -huh. and like Dylan, like we went over there. We were there for what, like four or five hours. Mm -hmm. He was probably shooting hoops with me for at least half that time. Well, if you want to know how much he shot, it was like until his fingertips were like kind of yeah. peeling like, or something. Yeah, because <laughs> well, like he when he throws it too, because he's only five, mm -hmm. he has to like give it everything he's got. To, yeah. like get it that far and that high up there and it's like just enough to make it usually mm -hmm. um so he's throwing it like hard for him you know and i think the way he's having to throw it it's like making his was rubbing a little too much on his, the ends of his finger mm -hmm. i wonder if his arms would hurt tomorrow we should maybe see. <laughs> i mean that was like good exercise for him like after a while he was like i'm tired i was like <laughs> yeah you're like throwing as hard as you can every like two seconds trying to make uh make these baskets Plus, he is competitive, so... He is. And the funny thing is, our son hates to lose, like, more <laughs> than anything. He is he is a sore loser, I'll be the first to say. <laughs> and that's something that I try to work with him on. Yeah. And, like, so we'll, like, be competing against each other in this basketball game. And 
you know, I'll make some points and I'll like get ahead and stuff. And then he'll, he'll get upset cause I'm ahead. So like I'll start shooting into his basketball hoop and Just I'll, to help. I'll give him some points yep. and like, he's totally cool with that. It's like, as long as he wins, it doesn't matter how, even if, uh, even if it means like me giving him points mm-hmm. or the lead, like he's fine with that. Like, yeah. As long as he wins. Well, sometimes when he loses, we try to tell him to say good game, right? We're trying to teach him yeah. those uh, sportsmanship. I think yeah, we're etiquette. all, yeah, we're all born like sore losers naturally. And yeah. a lot of, you know, educating and good sportsmanship along the way. We have to remind him of that often. But mm-hmm. um, you know, when he's thinking about it, he's okay. But just sometimes that first natural instinct kicks in and he gets upset when he loses. Yes, but yeah, that was that was been a lot of fun. We only got to play it for one day so far, but uh, he definitely wants to go back soon so we can play that some more. And I'm having a blast with it too, so I'm, I'm enjoying it also. Yeah. And I guess the last thing that's um, life related, there's a new show that came out on Netflix a few days ago, mm-hmm. and it is interesting to both of us because it is. A live action remake of a, an anime that we both watched probably like 20 years ago. Yeah. Gosh, time flies when you think of it that way. Yeah, it was probably one of the first animes like that I watched or got into. Before Naruto? Oh, yeah. this was the, Yeah, I think this was before Naruto. Definitely. Um, not too much before, but yeah, definitely before. And uh, it's a show called Yu Yu Hakusho. Right? Anime. <laughs> yeah, sorry. Yeah. An anime called Yu Yu Hakusho. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's not a super long one, at least the anime series from what I remember. But it was a long time ago. I don't remember everything exactly. But I remember liking it. Um, and enough to the point where that's kind of stuck with me. And they, yeah, they came out with a live action on Netflix now. And I think it's only like five episodes. So it's oh, cool. super short. I don't know if they're going to have more seasons. I hope they do. Mm-hmm. Well, let's watch it first, and then if we like it, then we can definitely hope for a season two. But yeah, it's in. It's originally recorded in Japanese, mm-hmm. so you know the lips don't match the words when we listen to it in English. It's pretty short. I, I think uh, we should try to watch it if we can, especially if we have both seen the anime. It might mm-hmm. be kind of cool to. Did you watch the anime in English or in Japanese? Uh, that's a good question. I don't know. It may have been. I feel like I watched it in English because gotcha. I didn't really know how to watch anime yet. Oh, okay. Uh, I think Naruto was the first anime that I watched in Japanese. Okay, cool. Like anything before that, I'm pretty sure I watched in English. Okay, so you also watched Dragon Ball in English? Yes. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay, I watch everything in Japanese. Yeah. I was wondering. Um, <laughs> I think like at first, like any animes like... Um, that era like when they came to the u.s like it was kind of by default in english makes sense i think usually like kids especially like the age i was like we i don't think we would have wanted to listen to like listen in japanese and then have to read everything Uh, you know like i think it's easier as like an adult to like read the the subtitles obviously because i don't speak japanese Uh and then still kind of know what's going on okay uh, but that's it for life. Let's go ahead and jump into gaming. I'll let you go ahead and start because I think um, I probably have a little bit more than you this last week. <laughs> uh, but what have you been up to with gaming? Yes, I have to admit, I didn't do much gaming this week because of all the busyness that happens in the day. Yeah, and you'll notice like the longer the life update is, the mm-hmm. shorter the gaming update is and vice versa. 
especially for moms because moms have to prepare everything the night before yeah <laughs> so for gaming as usual i'm still on my mobile game a lot i'm commander level 49 now <laughs> which is remind everybody the name unless in case they're just tuning in for the first time oh yeah it's a puzzles and survivals game residence evil edition it's kind of like well, like the puzzle parts like Bejeweled kind of, right? Yes, right. yes. I was going to say Candy Crush, but yeah, I think it's more yeah. like Bejeweled. Not as interesting as Candy Crush. Yeah, but it has like a storyline in the back, you know? Very Last of Us storyline. <laughs> yeah. Anyways. You said you're Commando level something? Commander level 49, yes. Is that, is that the highest level? No. Please tell me that's the highest level. That's so not the highest level. I asked them, like, is there a max level? And they were like, I don't know. Always 50. No, I think my other fellow commanders are higher than. Anyways, um, that's what I've been playing from the bed at night, and also on Tuesday we streamed Baldur's Gate three, which is for like a few hours. It was yeah. a pretty long stream for us. And, yeah. Uh, but yeah, Baldur's Gate three that was fun. It is just that time flies so fast when we're playing Baldur's Gate with all the you know dialogues and decision making and just the walking and exploring itself yeah and it's actually my game and kevin joined me that for that was like the only session that i yeah that he's he's joined me for the with. first time yeah. <laughs> yeah i had to play rogue which i wasn't too happy with i mean like i wanted to try rogue as a class and we're only like level three but mm -hmm. like i feel like i couldn't do anything like i don't know maybe rogues get overpowered later you know in maybe. the game at higher levels maybe something that kind of does tend to happen sometimes with rogues but wasn't having a whole lot of fun with it at that point. But otherwise, I mean, it's a great game. So I think it was just the class it, that I chose. And we did explore a dungeon that we totally got yeah, wrecked. Yeah, we got eaten by spiders. <laughs> that was, that was a, a good way to end the stream. Well, the spiders teleport. That's not fair. Yeah, they, they teleport. <laughs> and uh, there's obviously a whole bunch. There's a big queen spider that makes a bunch of little spiders. And... Huh. Yeah, and, and then there was me, the rogue, who like didn't have any special attacks, <laughs> and I could barely do anything. Yeah, so that one took a lot out of us that night, but it was fun. I'm glad Kevin got to experience this dungeon, because we didn't go through this dungeon in our first gameplay. Yeah, we somehow skipped it, because there's like, so much to do in that game. Mm -hmm. So I'm glad. But that's about my gaming this week. What about you? So for me, I have a bit more. So I'll start with my mobile game, which um, if anyone who knows me even decently knows that I love Marvel Snap. Oh, snap! And um, a little bit about that. I haven't mentioned it on recent episodes, but they did somewhat recently add a new feature to the game of like an automatic deck builder where like you just pick a card that you want and then they'll build a deck around it. Um, you know, or you can have like a partly built deck and it'll finish the deck for you, that kind of thing. And my first experience with that was that it works pretty darn well. Like I had it build me a couple of different decks and they both worked pretty well. Like I could have just been lucky. Like I got, you know, a few wins like right off the bat with each one and was like pretty consistent and like being able to increase my rank. So I attribute that to the deck builder thing, building me a pretty solid deck that I probably wouldn't have been able to put together otherwise. Um, it did give me a deck like based around Darkhawk, which is a card that's pretty overpowered. Um, it gets stronger with more cards in your opponent's deck, which is there's some other cards that puts cards in and, and basically makes Darkhawk stronger. But recently, the latest card to come out in Marvel Snap has been the Blob. And he eats every card in your deck. 
the big, like what's the no, blob the blob he's like a big heavy guy oh okay i, mm. I forget what he's in i know he's a like but he's a marvel character yeah oh, he's a marvel I, character i've never heard of him but go on I've, i've seen him like once or twice and and as a character in something I, i don't remember what it was but yeah he eats every card in your deck which basically takes Darkhawk's power like down to zero because there's no cards in your deck. So like the newest card that everyone is running is like a complete counter to the deck that I've been using that I had a lot of luck with or success with. And now, so I have to completely change what I'm doing and go back to some other decks that uh, don't get hard countered by the card that everyone's using right now. So that's, uh, yeah, I I'd rather be able to play the decks that I like and was working for me, but now I have to change things up. So That's kind of where I'm at with that game. Um, I've also been playing quite a bit of Forspoken. And I know this game had a lot of critique where people didn't like it for... I don't know exactly why. I can kind of maybe see a little bit why, but I'm sure for various reasons. Overall, like most people didn't really have a lot of good things to say about the game. But this is kind of one of those games where I am not seeing eye to eye with uh, a lot of the other people. Um, I actually really enjoy this game. Um, probably the one thing that I is not so great is the story. I think I mentioned that last time. I forget if I did. But anyway, the story is like, it's okay. It's not like the quality of like God of War or like what I hear out of the Horizon games or other games that have like a really good, interesting story. This is kind of like, eh, it's okay. But then I do really like the traversal. It's an open world game. It's really fun to like zip around the map and, you know, this the magic parkour way that you get to do. It's probably one of the only games, like open world games, where you don't really have a mount and it's totally fine because they give you like a, probably an even better way to be able to get around the map. Wait, like do you have a mount for God of War? No, but God of War is like not not really open world. That's true, that's true. But like I, was, I mentioned God of War as like a story game, but there's not really like open world gotcha. like Forspoken is. Where you have to like cover vast lengths of, you know, in sometimes a short period of time um, but you can move around pretty quickly and pretty easily without really having a mount because use your magic parkour or whatever to like run <laughs> or, you can run really fast somehow I, i don't know how but yeah that's one of her abilities and another thing with the traversal and the map there are like so many like points of interest and i'm finding i don't eat most open world games i don't have this problem like if i want to go somewhere like i'll plot a point like a to b I'll maybe like stop one or two places like along the way and like, you know, grab whatever it is. But this time I'm like, oh, I want to go there. Let me just go out of my way just a little bit and go get this one. And then from there I see something else and I keep going in like that off direction. And then like 10 minutes have passed and I'm like really far away from where I wanted to go. <laughs> like I'm further away than when I started because I just like, oh, what's that over there? I'm going to go <laughs> check that out. Oh, who's this? Oh, what's this enemy? Let me let me go over there and fight that. Like there's just so many different things like to do and like i have I it's just, your weakness it's your weakness <laughs> yeah like i have a hard time just focusing on like the primary stuff and the main story stuff and like oh i can go over here and get extra stats and you know get more experience and mana and stuff so um there's tons of points of interest um basically in this game and as you beat the key bosses you unlock their like magic powers basically so you've beaten one right uh yes just one 
and but when you when you as you play the game from the beginning, you only have like earth powers mm -hmm. basically. Yeah. And the first boss you fight has all fire powers. Ooh. And so I literally the last thing I did in the game was beat that boss who mm -hmm. uses all fire powers. So now I've like absorbed her powers or whatever. So now I can use fire spells. But I haven't had a chance to try it yet. Like, I literally beat the boss, and it was like, oh, you unlocked all these extra abilities. And I was like, well, I have to go. So <laughs> I had to, like, save it and shut down. Like, I didn't even get to, like, test these things out or anything. So that's I'm actually really looking forward to the next time I can try the game because I want to, like, see all the new fire spells that I just got, which will be cool because it's, a, you know, a huge new slate of different things I can do, different ways I can find enemies. That would be fun. Let's see that. Yeah. Um, and overall, I'm just really enjoying the game. It's not super difficult. It's fairly forgiving in a lot of ways. I know. I feel like I could actually play that game. Yeah. They do have some cool features that you can like switch on in the menu. Like One makes it so you automatically loot items, you automatically pick things up. Oh, please say you did that. I did, of course. <laughs> like, I mean, that's kind of dumb. Like, Who wants to go around and keep pressing the you know, X or triangle or whatever to pick up items all the time? Don't when... we do that for Baldur's Gate? <laughs> I feel like we looted. Yeah, but like Baldur's Gate makes sense because you don't want to loot everything because you have inventory That's limitations. True. In a lot of games, and Forspoken included, you don't have like limited inventory space. Awesome. So like, there's no point in not picking something up. I guess unless, well, I guess the limitation is like you can only have X number of this item, which then it's like it won't. Then you can't pick it up. It won't let you pick it up. But it's fine because it's not like a weight thing where you're mm -hmm. picking and choosing what you want to carry necessarily. <laughs> so it works well for that game and it just makes it convenient. There's a lot of things about the game that are convenient. But anyways, yeah, I digress. Um, I like the game. Um, I I think I'm at the point where I just know that I'm gonna finish it. Like it's got me got me into it that much. But other than Forspoken, um, I've also been playing Elden Ring. Mm -hmm. And that's the one that you play on the other I've been mode, playing right? On, um, yeah, it's like seamless co-op is what seamless, they call it. Yeah. And still challenging, like I mentioned on that last yeah. week. And you beat any boss there? Uh, yeah, I mean, we've been beating lots of bosses. Okay. We, we've skipped a lot of bosses, too, because it's mm -hmm. like you die on the same boss like 20 times in a row, yeah. sometimes more, and then... And I'm like, well, let me come back to this one when I'm stronger or better or both. <laughs> I guess I meant to ask, did you beat Melania yet or meet her yet? <laughs> uh, no, okay. we have not made it to Melania. Gotcha. Yet. <laughs> I'm not really looking forward to that. Like, I want to be as strong as possible when I get there. And even yeah. then, so far, these, and same with like all from software games, like your character level means some but not nearly as much as like your skill level. So, like you have to kind of be on your game to beat some of these boss fights and having extra levels is somewhat helpful, but not like your max level. You could take on any boss like super easily, right? Mm -hmm. that, that doesn't really happen in that game. But there was also some news recently that there is going to be, I don't know if it's DLC or an expansion or what, but it, there's going to be extra content coming to Elden Ring in February, which is kind of nice because I still like, feel like I have a, quite a ways left in the game, and it'll probably be perfect timing with that coming out. Like, we'll be wrapping up the game, and then there'll be some, like, new fresh content coming out for us to... Uh, Explore? You know, dig a little deeper into it because I do love this game, and 
I could see myself wanting to play more Elden Ring than what they currently have in the game. Mm-hmm. So I may check that out. It uh, sounds like your Christmas wishes already came true with these two games. You're so happy with it right now. <laughs> yeah, pretty. I mean, yeah, pretty much. These are. I mean, a lot of people probably disagree with me on Forspoken, but I'm sure a lot of people would agree with me on Elden Ring being <laughs> a great game. And uh, yeah, gaming's like kind of at its peak right now for me. Good for you. So with our life and gaming updates out of the way, we're going to go back to something that we used to do. And we mm-hmm. kind of skipped it the last couple of weeks because we had some busy agendas with those yeah. episodes. But we want to get back to doing this on a weekly basis if we can, which is to run through new game releases yes. as well as new Game Pass games. Mm-hmm. Um, if you've been listening to our show for a while, we used to do that before we take a break. So I'll, I'll go ahead and kick us off with new game releases. Sure. This last week, we had Bear and Breakfast coming to PS5 and PS4. We have Hammer Watch 2 on PlayStation 5 and Switch. Little Nightmares on iOS and Android. Ocean Craft on PS5, PS4, and Switch. SpongeBob SquarePants, The Cosmic Shake on iOS and Android. Viewfinder on PS4. Grand Blue Fantasy vs. Rising on PS5, PS4, and PC. Grand Theft Auto, the Trilogy, the Definitive Edition on iOS and Android. House Flipper 2 on PC. Alia on Switch, Pokemon Scarlet and Violet, The Hidden Treasure of Area Zero, The Indigo Disc on Switch. That is a long title. It is. Oh my gosh. <laughs> That's crazy. Like I just like, kept going. Like I didn't read it beforehand and it was just like it went on and on and on. <laughs> and last but not least, Terra Nil on Switch. Any of those reach out to you at all? Well, I am kind of wondering what House Flipper 2 is about. This reminds me of that, what do you call it, TV show I used to watch like while waiting for my dental appointment mm-hmm. or something. Is this um, yeah, the like- sure is on like every dentist's yes. office or doctor's so is, office. Is this like that? Is this a game like that where you Probably. flip a house? <laughs> so you like buy a house for dirt cheap and like work on it and put some money into it and then sell it and try to make money. <laughs> yeah. That sounds kind of awful to me. What? That sounds like fun to me. Well, I like like decorating decorating and and like modeling, (laughs) you know, remodeling stuff and all that. Me, I'm like, that sounds like hard work. That's how our game room looks nice, Kevin. (laughs) Yeah, well, that's mostly because of your work, not mine. I do think, uh, I don't know if it's, I'm assuming that's like DLC or something for Pokemon Scarlet and Violet. So that's a game that I've been wanting to play and I probably will at some point unless like a new Pokemon game comes out and I'll play that instead. But if they don't, then I will uh, probably pick up one of those too. So it's cool to know that they're still adding some content for that. I actually like Little Nightmares. So I don't know why yep, it's That's on, on mobile now. Oh, so... But that's just for iOS and Android. It's, awesome. it's been out for like, I think... It's been out for a while, yeah, for yeah. PlayStation and stuff. So it's out. So it's new on mobile. I'll definitely so you can play on your try phone. it. Can be your, you can get rid of puzzles and survival now. <laughs> What's with you with you my play, puzzles and survival? You can play survivors. Little Nightmares instead. <laughs> little Nightmares, if you guys don't know, it's those like puzzle, horror-based puzzle game. It's about a little girl in a yellow jumpsuit. Is it mm-hmm. jumpsuit or raincoat? Um, yeah, I think like a... I kind of always thought it was a raincoat, but I never played the game. So. Yeah, but she's trying to escape this place called the mall <laughs> i've been watching the gameplay all this while mm-hmm. but i never really wanted to play it on my computer and stuff you can try it on your phone now yeah i know i'm excited 
So that's all new game releases this last week. Can you update us on new Game Pass games? Sure. New games release on Game Pass is Tin Hearts on console, PC, and cloud, which I happen to really like also because I've read like reviews on it online. It's like 8 out of 10. Not too bad. What is Tin Hearts? Um, it's like a moving puzzle game. It's very narrative and, and immersive, but it's like ghosts of the past emerge to tell tales of family, love, and stuff like that. Very wholesome sounding to me. So mm-hmm. I hope I could try that one day. And then there's Far Cry 6 on console, PC, and cloud. And Pillars of Eternity Definitive Edition on PC. I'm happy that it's on Game Pass. I definitely want to try it. Ten Hearts? Yes. Nice. Yeah, you should definitely should. Especially, it's on Game Pass, so might as well. Mm-hmm. Interesting, Far Cry 6 is now added, as I just beat that game like two or three months ago. Yeah, to be fair, Kevin bought it last year. <laughs> yeah, so I have a habit of like pretty much buying a handful of games every new black games, friday yeah well not just games that are on sale so not necessarily new i think i'm pretty sure i got far cry 6 like a year from this last black friday like yeah not this over a year last, ago yeah over a year ago but it was and i didn't play it until like then. <laughs> this year but it was still on sale so it wasn't yeah. like that new i don't remember when it came out but anyways and then i end up so like i buy a batch of games and then mm-hmm. like i basically play those over the next year yeah. And then the next Black Friday, I buy a bunch of games again. And then it takes me like a year to play through all of those again. So that's kind of how I've been doing things like the last few years. And that's why I am like feel like I'm always behind. Mm-hmm. And once he's done with Forspoken and Elden Ring, it'll be on Game Pass. No, I'm no. kidding. I'm kidding. <laughs> Definitely Elden Ring, I don't think would. Yeah, I don't think so. I was just kidding. <laughs> and uh, Yeah, and Forspoken's a PlayStation uh only. But yeah, I, I get I get your point. Yeah. You're trying to, trying to be funny that uh, every game that I buy uh, ends up coming out on Game Pass. After you're done with it. <laughs> Even that happened with Death Stranding. I bought it and like a week later they announced it on Game Pass. I did it. Okay. I still haven't played it because yeah, I don't know. It's, it's mm-hmm. because of that, I guess. Yeah, but that's all that released on Game Pass last gotcha. week. Very, very cool. Since we're done with that, let's go ahead and run through where everyone can find us over on Twitter at twitter.com slash GamerParentsPod or on YouTube where you can find our YouTube channel, Gamer Parents Podcast, where we post an audio-only version of uh, this podcast over there as well, if that is your preference. And on Instagram at Gamer underscore Parents underscore Podcast. Give us a like follow subscribe whatever it is wherever it is and we would greatly appreciate it i'll also throw out there that any kind of podcast review especially on apple podcasts would be amazing we uh, always read through those on the next uh, show so if you leave one there just a heads up it is probably going to be read out yes yes and the best place to come and hang out with us would definitely be our Discord server. Discord. Link for that is yeah. in the show notes. Mm-hmm. And uh, on top of that, we are also usually in the voice chat on the Discord server. So if you want to come and say hi, uh, we definitely encourage you to do that. But that is all that we have for you guys this time. We'll catch you in the next one. Bye. Bye.